Hey, hi everyone. Thank you for tuning in. A lot of the more sad cases we come across in our work are the ones where the client is a victim of a scam. And then I'm talking about email scams mostly. We have seen them in all variations in the meantime, but the bottom line is that the emails are hacked in order to take over the correspondence to lead the payment to another bank account, a bank account that is controlled by a criminal organization. It can also be that this bank account is actually from an innocent company and that they are also a victim of uh, hacking. But yeah, these scams occur all over the world, but the related bank accounts are often located in Hong Kong. And as we are advising our clients mostly about the China business, we also get a lot of cases that happened in China. So to give a better understanding how this goes, company A in France, for example, is doing business with company B in another location. It can be in China, UK, Hong Kong, etc. Company B's email gets hacked and the hackers read along the emails between A and B and they pick up that along the line there will be a payment from A to B. By the time that the payment is being discussed, they take over the communication and make sure that the people of company B are not aware of any communication going on by removing emails in the inbox and outbox. They tell A that the bank account that is normally used or which is mentioned before won't work and that the payment should be paid to another bank, usually in Hong Kong. A pays to this bank account and the crooks are clever and uh, they have ways in making it trustworthy and find out days later that this bank account is not B's account. If they find out days later, what can they actually do about it? Is there still hope and what should, what should they do? So we are recording this podcast to warn companies and their staff about these crimes set up by organized crime organizations. In the years I've seen and heard about them in many variations. CEO in an accident in China, so money is needed. Bank staff calls to give assistance by phone for a software update. Bank account not working at the moment. Uh, email address is slightly different from the email address of a well-known business relation and so on. Unfortunately, I have also seen that there were big amounts involved, from hundreds and thousands of dollars to millions. I noticed that this is hardly mentioned in the news, so I'm always imagined that the scale is enormous and that therefore these, these criminal organizations must have earned a lot from these activities. So normally the received money will be sent from bank account to bank account in different countries where each time a small amount will be taken off the original transfer so it slowly disappears and the track becomes harder to follow. Today I'm discussing this with Gerard Morada, a Hong Kong uh, litigator who helped in a recent case and we managed to actually retrieve a part of the money back. So yeah, with him I discuss what we can do, what what the victim can do and how it can be prevented. So uh, yeah, uh, let's dive right in the interview. Hey, hi Gerard, good to have you on the show, welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Yeah, good to have you here. How are you? What well. are you now? Doing well. Where am I? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a few metro stops away from you, but <laughs> getting cold. <laughs> yeah, very cold now in Hong Kong. That is, it's hot in some parts of the world. Degrees this morning, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, yeah, for the people who don't know you, can you introduce yourself shortly? Yes, 
I'm uh, Gerard Morada. I am a uh, Hong Kong qualified solicitor. I do mainly commercial litigation and uh, criminal litigation. And today we're talking about uh, cases that I do that involve email scams. Yes. So uh, I understand that you have the floor when it comes to the intro for these things. Yeah, 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 yeah. I explained to our audience uh, already a bit about, uh, yeah, where it's, uh, what kind of scams these are. And we recently cooperated in a case. Yeah. And um, Lucky. yeah, as a lawyer, you cannot disclose too much based on your confidentiality obligations. But maybe you can give a general outline of this case. Yeah, so this client here is a sort of real estate family office type of client, right? So the the CEO, he does a lot of deals. And they work with one accountant who's been working with them forever. So you can just imagine the trust that uh, these these people have with each other. Mm-hmm. So one day, this accountant receives an email purportedly from the CEO, mm-hmm. telling her about a deal that she's make that he's making in Hong Kong, and um, with that email was a an invoice for for trans or and, and bank details so that money worth five hundred thousand could be transferred five hundred thousand US could be transferred to a Hong Kong bank account. Mm-hmm. But first, the accountant was concerned not about the security aspects of it, but the fact that as the accountant, she also gives financial advice on, hey, what's the position of your investments and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So she replies to the email saying, oh, uh, this is disbursement is a little big. So uh, maybe uh, you might want to reconsider. Mm-hmm. But the fraudster replied, no, go ahead, just do it. Mm-hmm. She does it. Okay, money transferred to Uncle. Mm-hmm. After it was transferred, naturally, she reports v- via email saying that, oh, it was transferred already. Then another email from the scammer comes in saying, oh, why don't you send more money? I need more money for this and this transaction with a different with a different uh, bank address, different uh, different amount. I think the amount was around 300 uh, US. So at that time, she becomes suspicious again, not because of the security issue, but because the the financial the financial uh, uh, position of the CEO won't allow, or it's too risky for him to be making these such investments. Mm-hmm. So she calls the CEO. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can't. It can't. It, this 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 investment uh, is too big. It's too risky. Then the CEO said, "What investment? What, what did I say?" So it turns out that mm-hmm. it was a scammer that they're dealing with. So this is where they found out that they've been scammed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. At this stage, that's when they tried to figure out, "Hey, what, what are we going to do about this?" Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So yeah, yeah. And so uh, fire, fire. They they came out to us, 
Um, yeah, the email that the accountant received was that from a hacked email account or was it? No, no, no. It's from from the email itself of the boss. Yeah. So so they they got the access to the to the CEO's bank account of our email account and uh, was originally sent from his account even and probably the sent email was removed from his sent item box. Yes. Yes. So uh, what happened? From looking looking back, they mm-hmm. hacked the boss's email. Mm-hmm. They hacked the boss's email to talk to the to give instructions to the accountant. Because some kid, mm-hmm. they changed like let's say letters, so three B would look like a three with a one, things like that. But at this stage, this at this in this, this stage, was really, they really hacked from it. the general. This was the real stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they first, of course, before, I think before they called your, your your firm, they called the banks first. They called mm-hmm. the banks, tried to check uh, if try to check if the money was still there, can be recovered. You have to understand, this happened within a day. A day yeah. within finding out that they were, uh, yeah. they were uh, hacked. Yeah, they they made these actions. And it's yeah, but they 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 only contacted locally. I think they went to the police and their their bank locally. Yeah, they contacted their banks locally uh, mm-hmm. first. They didn't contact the banks here in Hong Kong. Yeah, but they they contacted their banks first to see uh, if the money can still be stopped. The transfer can yeah. still be stopped, which is weird because usually the bank transfers here in Hong Kong usually takes two days. Telegraphic transfer, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. For some reason, in their case, it was fast. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, they called you guys. You reported the police. Then, yeah. uh, luckily, the police found that there's still money in the account. And that took around like a month, if I can remember it correctly, right? You, yeah. you went there. For the police to report back, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it took a month. They did their investigation. So they found that there's money on the in, in the account, but it's not enough to cover the five hundred thousand that was that was uh, disbursed. And yeah, the police that, officer told me very clearly that it's it is from a transfer after our client's transfer. And on top of that, there's another party. There's another victim of this of the scammer. Mm-hmm, exactly. The bank account. So. When you first came to me, it's like, okay, we have to make a business decision here. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we take a risk going for that money, knowing that there's going to be a third-party claim or a, a second victim? Mm-hmm. We don't know what steps they have taken. Mm-hmm. We don't know uh, what's their priority. At this stage, we did not know who's who, whose money, mm-hmm. because there's, there's, there's very strict rules as regards to tracing money. Very technical. So mm-hmm. uh, they had to make a business decision whether to go for it or or just cut their losses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is where we came in. They decided mm-hmm. to, go, to, go, to go for it and uh, start the case. But at this time, we didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. Right? We're just- yeah, and it's also, of course, a matter of... Um- yeah, litigation, the, the lawyer fees, of course. I mean... Uh- you don't come cheap, and it's a race against time as well. So uh, yeah. they have to, they had to uh, make a decision. Yeah. So we started the case. 
not just a case against the the bank account holder of uh, the bank account to which the money was deposited. We started mm-hmm. against them. And we also applied for a uh, what you would call here a Norwich order, which means which simply means that we can check the details of the bank account because otherwise the bank account won't give you uh, the transaction details or who's the bank account holder, who's mm-hmm. the people behind it. So we had to apply for that order in the court. Mm-hmm. Those are the first steps that we did. Information. The first things that we, the first, the most important thing that we wanted to have was information. So that mm-hmm. Norwich came in. So the Norwich showed us that we're the first one who deposited the bank account. Mm-hmm. The second victim deposited a bank account. So by mm-hmm. that, I think he deposited 200,000. Mm-hmm. So 500,000 plus 200,000, 700,000 US. Mm-hmm. The scammer uh, withdraws. The, uh, you mean 700,000 went through that bank account as far as, yeah. The scammer withdrew 700,000. And then another deposit came in. A third victim deposited. Mm-hmm. One hundred seventy thousand US. Mm-hmm. Right, so that's what the police found. So now mm-hmm. we know. Okay, we're 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 gonna be in a fight here. We're in a race against time. Mm-hmm. The job here is to get that one seventy thousand as soon as possible. Because mm-hmm. when the second victim and the third victim comes in, now that's gonna be a headache. Mm-hmm. So uh, eventually. The bank account holder, the one we sued, did not really respond to the to the to the to the uh, to the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. He didn't say I'm gonna defend or I'm 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 uh, I'm not gonna I'm not going to pay attention to this. Just didn't reply. So we had mm-hmm. a default judgment. By the time we had a default judgment, COVID came in, so everything was delayed. Yeah, and. Uh, the second victim filed his case as well. We only mm-hmm. found out at that time that the second claimant, second victim, also made a, a criminal, uh, a civil claim against the mm-hmm. company, against the scammer company. Mm-hmm. So now we were up for okay, what are we gonna do now? Do we fight or we play nice? So that was the mm-hmm. so from because uh, we already have the situation. We already have uh, a second, a second, a second claimant, right? So eventually, mm-hmm. eventually, we decided to play nice. We decided to share uh, mm-hmm. because if you if if we would have fought, that would have been a a nightmare in terms of the cost. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it doesn't it doesn't really come cheap, and uh, mm-hmm. the only which is not your fault as Hong Kong litigation is just expensive. Yeah, the only the only the only people who will uh, make money of this would be at the end of the day. The law firms were representing, yeah. so I mean, it was a sensible idea to, to just share it. Eventually, we 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 got a bigger percentage. Number one, we were we were scammed a bigger a bigger percentage, mm-hmm. and there's some technical rules that we had to dangle in front of the other side. So it, it wasn't an easy negotiation, as well, to say the least. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of back and forth regarding every every percent counted. Mm-hmm. Every percent counted. One percent count. I, I it went down, it went down to splitting the difference. 
which the other law firm thought was 50-50. But it, as far as we were concerned, it was splitting the difference as regards the... I, I don't remember, but it's a different version of different definition of splitting the difference that I put somewhere, <laughs> but, but it wasn't 50, 50. So it's funny. That's how the neg- neg- negotiations like went down to the percentage, like one percentage goes to, yeah. one. and that was, that was, that was very, that was very satisfying when you have that, you, you know, that you fought for that 1% for your client and you know, yeah. everybody, everybody, everybody went down happy. Um, yeah. 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 It was not a bad o- outcome as the client actually got something in. Yes, yes, yes. And I would say that based on the cases that I heard of, that uh, you can say that they got very lucky in this case. You Do you agree with me? Uh, to be honest with you, uh, I wouldn't call it, I wouldn't call it what you would call a vanilla case, straightforward case. Mm. Because a straightforward case is, let's say, after the default judgment, Mm-hmm. the next thing to do is to enforce the judgment mm-hmm. which means just to get the money out of the bank that's it mm-hmm. you get scammed mm-hmm. you file a case default judgment get the money off the bank account that's your happy cinderella ending story that's mm-hmm. the vanilla flavor this one is more of a i would call it a, a cookies and cream mm. case so there's a lot of complications right Mm. Uh, with the second or third victim, we mm. move in time. Yeah, but this is already the second case that I I heard about uh, that the bank account is being used by for another scam. So it's uh, yeah, as we all know, it's not easy to open a bank account in Hong Kong. So even yeah, the, the criminals are have to dealing deal with this, and they would just reuse the same bank account apparently because it's so difficult to open bank accounts. So. That one, that one, I, I, I don't know because after it's been after it's after we take the money out, we don't really care about what happened to the bank account. Uh, I don't know if if the if the banks close these bank accounts after uh, they've been garnished. A garnish yeah. is like you take the money out of them. It's a bit. It's also what you just said. You know that you need to start a separate legal procedure in order to get information from the bank, who's the bank holder, and uh, the bank account details, and and so on. Like I said, you know, uh, normal business p- people and and companies have so much trouble opening bank accounts, and then very difficult. Yeah, when they get scammed, then they have to spend money to get information from about yeah from from a bank account that's clearly being misused by criminals. Yeah, like I said, what we had was a cookies and cream case, but their cases were like there's rocky road, like complicated ones. Mm. Like, for example, the victim transfers the money to a bank account, pretty much where we are right now, right? And this, mm-hmm. bank, and this bank account holder transfers it to multiple bank accounts. That's a second-layer mm. transaction. And the second-layer bank account will transfer it to a third-layer mm. bank account. So that's mm. when you rake up all those fees in your Norwich pharmacal applications. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you have to go to every bank. Every yeah. bank in that level, it's, it's, just, it's just bananas. So yeah. it happened with one, I, I, I think um, one case I'm reading about 12 million bank, Argentinian bank, if I'm not mistaken, 12 million US, 12 million dollars. US dollars. Yes. Transferred wow. from uh, bank account to bank account. And they, mm-hmm. had to, uh, and they had to check all these. 
And since we're at the topic, there's also a case of a law firm. Mm-hmm. A law firm that is in the situation right now. Second, la- second level uh, transfer. They're suing the this uh, bank account holder. And they have a uh, second victim. So basically, they're in the same situation that we were in. Mm-hmm. But it involves a second layer transaction. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to share. Mm-hmm. They want to fight. Yeah. So that's like, whoa, that's that's yeah. rock all nothing approach with dark chocolate that's on the floor that you have to clean. You know, <laughs> it's not, it's that simple. Case. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I think the worst case here is I don't know if if they have the same situation, but there's a worst case where the bank account holder is actually mm. a legit business. Oh really? Yeah, okay, so that's that's also being abused. Okay. Yes, yes. For example, the the the, the victim transfers to first layer transaction, transfer mm-hmm. to second layer transaction, the second layer transaction transfers to a third layer, who is a legit business. Let's say ah. the, the the second layer transactor wanted to pay his debts or something. He pays it to the mm-hmm. third the third level transaction. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, he has to fight as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so a lot of involved parties and litigation and um, and victims also. Yeah, so uh, in the sense, yeah, they got lucky in this in the sense that they don't have any, they don't have to do yeah. a lot of. And they got something out. I think really ninety five percent of the cases is is ending in in zero results. Ninety percent. I think ninety nine percent of them they don't even start with cases. Because yeah. police will say, "Oh, I yeah. didn't find anything." Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too. Also, because it's, uh, I think, victims also feel that it's in another part of the world, mm-hmm. and they are not really sure what to do, and they don't take adequate actions. And then, yeah, time passes by, and then it will be too late for some at some point, of course. I'm, yeah, I'm doing one right now. Another one. Hmm. Uh, the funds were transferred to two bank accounts. Mm. Only one bank account ha- still has money. Yeah, the other one doesn't have money anymore. So uh, we're chasing only one bank account. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's it's just it's just everywhere, everywhere. Yeah, yeah and I yeah. If if only you and I already know of so many cases and examples, then it it must be really happening on a scale that will is, is frightening, I think. At every level, because you have also, I, I, I do a lot of uh, due diligence. Uh, mm-hmm. So I check what cases are going on. Mm-hmm. There are even ones with 10,000 US. Yeah. Small amount. So anything, and, and I, I think this is just like the tip of the iceberg because most of your yeah, email trends... of the iceberg, yeah, I agree. Most of these email... Most of these electronic trans transactions won't be more than two thousand US, if you ask me. Yeah. Right. Is it, if I scam you for a box of mask, yeah, that's not gonna cost you one. It's still it's, yeah. it's still a lot of money for ordinary people. And I'm sure also if it's small amounts, some companies don't even won't notice. Even, won't even yeah. bother. Won't even bother. Yeah, if they can come into your email account, into your bank account, you know, this it's really uh, anything can happen. So it's yeah, 
Okay, I think uh, everyone who's listening is now aware. scared enough. But uh, they they, and, they have to understand that this is not new. This yeah. uh, identity theft is not new. Yeah. In the Philippines, in the 80s, in the 90s, we had the same version. But mm-hmm. on the phone, they targeted households. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They called it the Dugu Dugu Gang. Mm-hmm. So basically what they do is that... They Sorry, how did you call it? Dugu Dugu. Dugu Dugu. It's like Filipino. Yeah. Filipino gangster household scams. So they, they wait for the boss. They call the boss at night. They call a household mm-hmm. at night. They target the household at night. They knew who to target. Mm-hmm. They try to figure out how the boss sounds, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's say they try to figure out how the the uh, the the mother sounds mm-hmm. or the father sounds. Mm-hmm. Then they figure out when. This family, when because usually in the Philippines, they the, the parents work in middle class families, the, the mom and dad works, so they're, mm-hmm. all, they're both out of the office. So the only one that's left in the house will be the domestic helper. Mm. Again, again, they target our middle class to high class Filipino families here at this, at this time. So mm-hmm. they will call the domestic helper in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. And they will say, Oh, they'll with the voice of let's say the mother. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, let's say the domestic helpers say Josephine. Oh, Josephine, uh, your your uh, your your sir. They call it your sir. Got into an accident. Mm-hmm. Take all the jewelry there in the house and give it to this person here in this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, so poor domestic helper goes out, gets, mm-hmm. all, gets all the jewelry, and brings it to that guy. So they get robbed. Yeah, it's called the Dugu Dugu Gang. They, they, they ah, they, yeah, no, yeah, you hear those as well. I mean, uh, often also they they read in the newspaper that the CEO is traveling to China and they call the the company back home and say that yeah, indeed CEO is in a in an accident and needs money or uh, pretending to be uh, uh, relation. But also here locally with Hong Kong people, they will be called that their family member is being held hostage yeah. or something yeah. and um, yeah so that that seems like a variation of your duku duku yes yes hey, the duku duku has small time let me tell you about mm. uh a french guy french Australian mm. guy they made a mm. movie out of him this guy's name is uh gilbert chicli mm-hmm. the movie the movie's title is jacob sur vous which means i count on you right Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very interesting because the uh, the uh, heroine here, the female uh, protagonist here, is played by the ex first girlfriend Julie Gay, uh, Hollande, Hollande's uh, first uh, ex girlfriend, Hollande's girlfriend, mm-hmm. yeah, from mm-hmm. Hollande. Yes, yes, yes. So if you have time, check check that movie out. This guy is now in trial in France. I think this year. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. his claim to fame. Is is pretty much like the Dugu Dugu style, but he targets the CEOs. He targets big people, and mm-hmm. one of his uh, one of his uh, victims uh, in one of his scams, he impersonated the Minister of Defense of France. Mm-hmm. 
by and this wasn't just by a call they had a video conference so he mm-hmm. wore a silicone mask i don't know how he pulled it off but he did so so pretending to 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 help him hostage no 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 he he pretended, oh, pretended to be a person with a silicone mask he pretended to be the defense minister of wow! By wearing, <laughs> I, it, wow! It's just akin to what you saw. I don't know if you watched the the Borat, the the new movie. Mm-hmm. So he, no, I didn't he, watch it. But, yeah. he, he wore he wore a Trump mask. Then he went to mm-hmm. a Pence uh, rally, Mike Pence rally. So I I I I'm picturing it like he did it that way because he put on mm-hmm. a silicone mask, pretended mm-hmm. to be the defense minister of France, and uh, who is an old man, by the way. <laughs> then got money off of it, and in the past two years, they say that he oh. he amassed he and his gang amassed fifty million euros. Whoa! Yeah, fifty million euros. Yeah, yeah, by doing unbelievable. So I mean, no one's safe if the defense minister of France is is is, is yeah. it, during the time of Francois Hollande is can be victimized. I mean, everyone else is vulnerable. Yeah, anyone else. Yeah, so don't consider yourself safe. Yeah. Yeah. Only okay. So do precautions. You can only take the precautions. Yeah. Talking about precaution, how how can this be prevented? In your opinion? Well, I mean, uh, 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 I I don't think you can prevent it. You can just like minimize your risk because it, mm-hmm. it, it, it's like Murphy's law. If it's gonna if S is gonna happen, it's gonna happen. That's how I see. Because if you see many cases, I read about. You think about how do you protect yourself. Mm-hmm. One first thing you think about is passwords and or secret mm-hmm. questions, right? One case I did French company mm-hmm. with a Chinese company. They had secret questions that only these two accountants knew about, mm. like where they met or what they had for dinner at that time. I don't know mm. how the hacker was able to get that. Mm-hmm. They were able to get that, and yeah. calls. Forget about it. Calls. They can the Dugu Dugu Gang version. They can just call. I've also read cases about it. They can make the calls, mm-hmm. make it sound like they're the they're the they're the the CEO or something. Mm-hmm. So that's that's not going to be foolproof as well. Mm-hmm. Person video. Uh there's one case where in this scammer goes to the bank itself to change the payment details i don't know mm-hmm. how he even the even the even the the judgment when you read the judgments they say oh i don't the judge would, would make a comment even i don't know how he how he how he was able to get managed to pull it off. you know i mean it's it's just it's just amazing so i i think the best way to do it is you look at your 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 system the security mm. system in your firm in your company Check where the weak links are. Then mm-hmm. make these combinations. It can't. G- it can't be just one. It can't mm-hmm. be just one. Because the first thing I was thinking about. Okay, maybe it's easier to have like a face to face Skype call when you have a big mm-hmm. transaction. But it's easier said than done, mm-hmm. especially when you're talking about a big company already. Mm-hmm. Your big company, your operation, your, your the CEO is not going to be doing face-to-face every time he closes a transaction, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There must be some way to f- just figure out the weak spots, mm-hmm. the weak links in your system. Then you focus on that. Yeah. And if you still get hit, hey, 
get insurance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I also think it's very important that people are aware That's first that step. this is happening. And and yeah, step. as long as they are aware, that is already a warned person is already uh, much more valuable than someone who has no idea that this is happening. So that's why I also warn as much as possible. And hopefully, yeah, people by listening to this podcast will also be more aware. And yeah, I think that, yeah, awareness is, is very important and indeed know where your weaknesses are and that people will uh, have red flags at the right moment and uh, policies and, and try to make it as hard as it uh, as possible. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I really don't know one, like a silver bullet that can fix this. Mm, yeah. No silver bullet you can fix this. You, you just, if these big companies, big companies can get hit, sophisticated mm. banks can get hit. Uh, I think in the, in, in right now but maybe that's also their weakness right because there's no real communications in big organizations also yeah that's why you have to take a look on what your system is first be aware mm-hmm. take a look on what your system is first where are the weak spots where you can get hit it, 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 the awareness really really helps because i had the same conversation with a friend who is a uh, cfo of a wine company mm-hmm. so this was three years back. Mm-hmm. These hackers know the time when you are most vulnerable. For example, when you're mm. getting off the plane or when mm. you're going on the plane, mm. just on the point that you're going on the plane, you're not going to have, at least back in the day, you didn't have, you didn't have internet in the, in the plane. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how it is right now with the internet on the plane, but I, I, I don't think it's still widely used, right? So you're still vulnerable when you're going. Let's say you're 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 flying from Europe to 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 Asia to Hong Kong. Let's mm. say. You're on the plane. You receive an email from your boss rushing you from the CEO rushing you. Hey, I need this transaction done now, 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 now. That's how urgent it sounds like, right? Yeah. So as a CFO, yeah. CFO okay, I'm going to transfer. Let's say fifty thousand US dollars, which is probably nothing in a big company. You get on your plane. You fly yep. cars, no yep. one's gonna know what happened, right? Yeah. But all that that's all the time they need. Yeah. Eight hours, yep. ten hours. You go come you come down to Hong Kong. You don't even know something ha- happening because you just had a long flight. You sleep it off. The following day, you figure out, oh, something must have been uh, not right here. You call your the CEO, oh, it's not me. Yeah. So yeah, so they know where it was. So my friend was in that same position, but it happened to him. It happened, yes, it happened with her. Uh, oh, someone called her when she was about to come to the plane, mm-hmm. board the plane. Then mm. remember what we discussed. Then she mm-hmm. called CEO. Did you text me? Oh, no, 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 I didn't. Then they had to change all their email uh, email systems. Mm. But but that's how being aware. Yeah. Even for us, I receive a lot. Yeah, so don't don't get yourself rushed into and be aware that if you go on a plane that that's a vulnerable time slot. Even even for yeah. me, I still receive a lot of emails from from 
people trying to pretend that they're yeah. victims of phishing this, emails. Yeah, victims of this. Uh, I don't know how they're gonna make money off of me, but <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, there's something. Yeah. So, so, so I receive emails. I receive an email mm. of recently. I receive an email that had a police report. But the police report looked like it's not genuine because the signature mm. off doesn't doesn't make sense. Oh wow, they go that far yeah, by yes, okay. A Hong Kong police report, and mm-hmm. the signatory there will be from a Quebec. Uh, it's like a, it, it had a Quebec name. It had a, it mm-hmm. had a name, and her email, the company email. I can I I could trace it to a company in Quebec. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's a Quebec company. I was thinking, okay, maybe this hacking came to Quebec. But of course, naturally, I replied to the email, asked them how we could help, and the 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 the, the woman replied, "Oh, I'm I work for so and so, and the so and so is a Korean national who works in Hong Kong, who has a son who works in Hong Kong, and they had a dealing with another Korean company. So how mm-hmm. the hell does she?" A person who's purportedly in Quebec have a dealing with this one, plus a police report that doesn't look correct. So I tried, I tried to put two and two together. Hey, maybe there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. So I called the police uh, to report this. Hey, what, what, what's mm-hmm. happening? Is the is the uh, is the uh, is the police report legit? So eventually, mm-hmm. they told me the police report is legit, but the woman never, never, never replied back. So mm. I, I'm just, I'm just still wondering, hey, because you're, you're thinking about it, hey, maybe this is a business opportunity. This is a case. This is work. Yeah. But then yeah. you see all these, you see all these irregularities, weird yeah. stuff that. Yeah. Hey, I'm doing this for a living. I don't want to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just wanted to say, yeah, you are like, um, yeah, you, you, you're looking at police reports all the time. Yeah. So, Absolutely. even you were having doubts, and even and the police actually said this. So someone went to the police, reported, and used uh, misused the report basically to scam. I don't know who's gonna fall for that. So I'm still checking that. Uh, I'm still doing diligence. Checking mm. if someone's gonna fall because I know the company, I know the name of the company. So all I need to know is to to check if there has there uh, a writ has been filed or a case has been started on behalf of this company. All that's all I need to know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. so far none. But usually, you know, when when this happens, you're gonna be advised by Lord. Hey, this is time sensitive. Yeah. So they would have yeah. acted by now if it's a legit claim. If you ask me. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Hey, and back to the the, the case. Um, so, if the the scam is discovered, uh, what should what should the victim do? Well, first they need to like what the what the client did. You have to call your banks first to see mm-hmm. if you can take the money take the money back, right? Because if you can mm-hmm. take the money back, there's no need yeah. to call the stop the instruction. No, no, yeah. no damage done. Yeah. Then uh, call. If it happened in Hong Kong, call the local police. I think mm-hmm. in Hong Kong, I I I can only speak uh, for the Hong Kong police that they they do a pretty good job in uh, in uh, freezing these bank accounts. Once mm-hmm. they find out there is a case of fraud, 
Mm-hmm. They do a pretty good job about it. Yeah, unfortunately, they act so quickly because it happens so often. But it's true. Yeah, they will immediately. That's the first action that they take, right? Do you know within how many hours that they are able to freeze the bank account? No, they have to make an investigation first. Because what the, the the deal is, they will. Uh, it's not actually them who freezes the bank account. It's actually the mm-hmm. bank itself that freezes the bank account. Sure. Yeah. 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 They, On request of the police. Yeah. They just. Uh, uh, it's not even requests. They they use a different term. It, like request for cooperation it's, or it's not i'm thinking of the word it's 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 uh they suggest it's more of a suggestion yeah yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's funny when you talk oh we suggest that's the suggestion yeah 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 so they suggest yeah. that it's bank uh, the, the 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 bank account get frozen they do it as soon as they find out that there there's like a, a case for fraud yeah so uh that's why it's important to inform the banks, the bank mm-hmm. in Hong Kong, the this company I'm doing right now, uh, East Eastern European company, they went mm-hmm. as far as going to the bank. Uh, the bank involved here was Bank of China, so they went to Bank of China. Bank mm-hmm. of China replied actually, saying, "Oh, mm-hmm. we, we uh, froze the bank account." Oh, they did it on request of the victim itself. Yeah, that is a new one. There's an issue of money laundering. Ah, yeah. Okay, so they have then the authority yeah, to pretty to much. Oh, there's a, there's a there's a suspicion of uh, uh, fraudulent yeah. activity. Hence, money can be yeah. money laundering. So they 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 froze it. Mm. Uh, until I, now, I got them uh, the because they also have these separate departments. Yeah, indeed, yeah, yeah. and if I can remember, they just refer you to the police. So it's it's great that they uh, were able to freeze directly. You're right, you're right, because I, I'm I'm trying to remember it now because the police only confirmed that it was frozen and around late August. Mm-hmm. But they had the conversation with the bank at around uh, mm-hmm. July, I think. So by July, it was already, bank Bank of China did what it had to do already. Mm-hmm. So uh, the police basically just reinforced that. So it's like a double double uh, double lock system. With the police, mm-hmm. so yeah, you call the banks, call the Hong Kong police, and uh, yeah, I think also calling in your the local police. Local police is important, especially yeah. if it's in Hong Kong. No, no. So, so apart from like, uh, yeah, your clients from uh, East Europe or uh, America, that they will also go to the you, yeah the police there in America or in East Europe. One one case reported to the FBI. It's actually the FBI who found out about it. So from uh, one American case that I did, mm-hmm. they reported first to the FBI. Mm-hmm. It's the FBI that told them that the money was in Hong Kong because the money was already dispersed mm-hmm. all over the U.S. in their mm-hmm. case before it went to Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. So they reported to the FBI, and the FBI told them, "Oh, the money is in uh, is in." Uh, the 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 second level the Hong Kong transfer was the second level transaction or even the third mm. level I think if I if I can remember it correctly mm. but that's what the value of that's the value of uh, reporting it to your local authorities because you know they can assist in any case I mean at, at this stage you you pretty much need all the help you can get yeah 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 that's also it yeah and it doesn't cost to report it to the police it doesn't cost to report it in the bank so if you can get it for without any cost hey why not right yeah yeah 
for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I also think that uh, if the email is hacked, then uh, should be aware to not uh, continue to communicate through the unsafe email accounts. Yeah, they, they, you have to change it up. You have to. Like, yeah. You have to change yeah. it up. Yeah. Once There's two. Con- yeah. Completely change email account and uh, yeah, for sure, of course. Uh, do an IT check. Talk to your IT security team, and uh, if possible, not everyone has an IT security team. I'm well aware of that. Yeah, and um, and yeah, and also if it happens and the outcome is zero, then it's also this liability question. What do you mean outcome is zero? You can't get anything. Yeah, yeah. If they're yeah, so one party paid to another party, or they thought they did, but the other one uh, never received the money, then uh, yeah, who is going to? <laughs> they always, they always debate this one. This one, we don't really know what's happening. Uh, I know that 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 French company I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. Uh, up to now, they're still being chased because what happened was they had a, the invoices are legit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the invoice, the the Chinese company is a supplier. Mm-hmm. It invoiced the French company, mm-hmm. right? The French company was hacked, Pays. or who yeah. knows who was hacked? Is it the French company or the Chinese company? Right. Usually, it is the Chinese company that's being hacked. So, and my theory is that the IT security is maybe weaker but i'm not sure i'm not technical equipped enough to say that but no no one no one knows who's who's who got hacked but yeah so the the, the what what the, the fact remains that someone got hacked and the person who's supposed to receive the money did not receive the money yeah so you're right who, who's going to be liable uh obviously the chinese company says hey you still have to pay us mm-hmm uh, we sent the goods already, or mm-hmm. so you you should pay us, right? Yeah. Um, the French company is like, oh no, we're not gonna, we're not gonna, we're not gonna pay you. I don't know, I, I don't remember what happened, but there's still, there's still, uh, there's still. Yeah, so it depends. So there's no, no, yeah, there's not one answer to this question, and it, I think it also really depends on the relationship that uh, parties have with each other. Often they already have a long-standing relation, and oh, they yes. are both. Uh, they both want to uh, keep that relation. So yeah, then it's a matter of negotiation. That um, that 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 in that case it was a dead end. Uh, they had a long relation. They had the wrong yeah. relationship, like fifteen years. They've been working together, mm. but uh, the French company didn't want to pay. They wanted to have a uh, a settlement for a certain sum. The Chinese company wasn't having any of it. Uh, at that time, they they were so paranoid even to step to step mm. foot in China because they think they're being arrested. It's like, no, yeah. you're not you're not you're not gonna be you're not gonna be arrested for 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 a civil claim. You know, if it's fraud, then it's a different story. But it's a civil claim, so that's how yeah. how far it went. Yeah, up to now, I think. Yeah, which is not a yeah. That is, if if that you have to resort to civil litigation after you all the whole criminal nightmare. Uh, yeah, usually that that is not uh, preferred by parties. So, I would say, if possible, negotiate. Mm, yes, that's correct. Because the, the problem is, even if they start suing each other, how, who, who are gonna, where are you going to sue that person? The, yeah. the Chinese company is going to sue the 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 French company in France. 
Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, it's not very practical and it's costly, and so on. So my grandmother used to say, "An ounce of prevention is better than a pound of cure." Yeah. So you just <laughs> yeah. So that's why. But then again, you can't blame them because they had the secret passwords. Yeah. They followed the procedure. It just didn't work. They, yeah. The the scammers are just too sophisticated for yeah for this for in this game. Exactly, they are very sophisticated. You should not underestimate what they can do. So I, yeah, uh, one time police officer told me that these organizations are mostly operating from Africa, but I'm I think that they are actually active worldwide, and so I don't think that, yeah, that's just one hiding place. What do you think? No, because the IP address shows Africa. Uh, in the in the first case that we discussed, they had the mm. computers checked. Uh, the email conversations. Where did it come from? They had it. Uh, they had it uh, analyzed. IP addresses were from Africa. Mm. One IP address was from Africa. Another IP address was from the U.S. So the scammers are basically from Africa and the U.S. Yeah, or they're okay. hiding there. I mean, it's also like you're saying that the amounts being transferred from bank account to bank account. Uh, but that's also usually worldwide, and it's not just one or two yes, countries. Right, right, right. Hong Kong is just one of the. I've heard, uh, I've heard uh, transfers to Bulgaria. Mm. I've heard transfers to Turkey. Heard about transfers to Turkey, but you know, Hong Kong is is a financial center. You're not really yeah. gonna. You're not, especially if you're dealing with a Chinese company in the ordinary course of business. At some point, you're gonna have to. Send money that has a Hong Kong uh, to a company with that has a Hong Kong bank account. Mm-hmm. It's normal. You're not gonna put a. It's not gonna raise red flags, so to speak. Yeah, and I think that that should change. That that people should have, you know, more red flags or be yes, more yes, hesitant to do this on automatic pilot. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, one of the reasons why we are having this talk. Yeah. Hopefully yeah, I think we we covered. Most of the variations that we came across, uh, do, you, do you have other variations that you want to share well, here? Hopefully, it's, it's it, the thing is, you, you might have other variations, but I'm sure they're going to come up with something new. New. So it's it's just a question of knowing the, the, the main concept, because the main concept remains the same. Mm-hmm. The main concept is someone trying to steal your identity, pretending to be someone who is not, and giving orders. Basically, that's the bottom line, and uh, yeah. that's what you need to be aware of. Uh, and, I, and and as long as people are aware, they're they're they like I said, you can't stop it from happening to you, but you can definitely increase your chances of protecting yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for sure. So uh, just make the precautions, be aware, yeah, and and I think we've done uh, we covered a lot here. Mm-hmm. As far as informing our listeners on, you know, what 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 to expect. Yeah, 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 yeah. So thank you very much for sharing this and your experience in it. Um, well, thank you for yeah. I, I I hope that it's not necessary because you're specialized in criminal law, but uh, and and also commercial litigation. But if people want to um, reach out to you, how can they find you? Well, uh, like I said, I always say this to the criminal clients. I hope I don't see you again because that means <laughs> the case has been dropped. 
mm-hmm. but but if they do um uh, they can check um uh, the website of my law firm our law firm MCA Lai so this is their LLP all the information will be will be there about the firm and about myself as well but then again hopefully that doesn't happen hopefully uh your business remains safe your money remains safe mm. and uh, there's no need to recover it in hong kong yeah no well said thank you gerard thank you it's a pleasure bye 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 So that was my interview with Gerard. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, yeah, to summarize here, some of the measures that we discussed to prevent this crime from happening uh, is, first of all, to make sure that the people in your organization are aware of these kind of crimes so that they, they know uh, when to be careful or cautious and, and what to do in, in case of doubt. Uh, that will already help a lot. Um, also, if the, 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 the party that you are paying to is... In another country, this also is good to understand uh, what the vulnerability is, is of this. And further, there, uh, it helps to have strict policy, policies about payment instructions, like verification by phone uh, or passwords and codes. Make good use of it. Involve multiple people by any payment instruction if that's possible, for example, for, for banks. Um, yeah, delay of payment or a cooling off period, especially with certain amounts. Um, update your cyber security and uh, yeah, make yeah people aware also that email addresses can be slightly different. So if there's any suspicious um, suspicion around an email address, then uh, also should be uh, super alert. And when it happens, when you discover that um, a crime has happened, that you're a victim of this, then it's important to go to the local police, inform your own bank, inform the, the party that should be receiving your payment, make them go to the local police or into their bank. Or if you don't trust them, you, you can involve a trustworthy party uh, locally to do that for you. Uh, make an IT report where that's possible. Um, yeah, and uh, uh, IT check and, and also stop using the emails that were hacked. So yeah, I really hope that this will help to prevent um, from happening. So, but yeah, if something happens and you think that I can help, please feel free to contact us. Thank you very much for listening.